the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air. Coughing, dropping back to pass. He's being pursued. Screenplay set up quite nicely. Touchdown. Totally wide open. Touchdown, Jackson Riley. All right, Cardinal Jackson Riley from three yards out. Foster looking left. Airs it out, looking for Porter. And the end zone. Touchdown, Coldwater. Foster just dropped that one right into Porter. What a dime. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Branch County Abstract and Title. CNO Insurance Services. Case Realty Group. CEM Supply. Cole Ford. Hewley's Jewelry. Diana, Jordan, and Allison Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kaywood PC. Hail at Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. Jay Wright. Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. Jungle Pets. Matt Hale at Holmes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Surf Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. And warm greetings from the campus of Coldwater High School. Cardinal Field is the place Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air on Purple Night. The Coldwater Cardinals hosting the defending Interstate 8 champions, the Hastings Saxons. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Famer Quinn Berry. We're all resplendent in purple here tonight uh, for a very good cause. For a very good cause, yes. Uh, and, uh, football players all week and uh, every one of the sports teams uh, have had their purple night so far and uh, raising money for cancer, which is a huge cause, no doubt about it. Like I told uh, Merv Wednesday during our volleyball broadcast, uh, everybody uh, here at Cardinal Field, uh, whether you're sitting here rooting for the Cardinals or on the other side cheering on the Saxons, they know someone who has uh, either battled cancer and won, are currently battling cancer, or have unfortunately passed away due to cancer, or they could be fighting cancer themselves right now. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. It uh, you know it hits every family in one way or another. Uh, always has and. Uh, We'd love to see a cure for that at some point. Uh, you know, we I have a granddaughter that had it and beat it. I had a wife that had it and lost. So it does affect everybody, Sean. We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break and set up tonight's showdown between the Cardinals and the Saxons. Kickoff coming up in less than 27 minutes from now. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. Like to be a pet owner to something unusual? Something slimy? Hairy. 
slithery, or downright homely, something that might even terrify the average person, come to Jungle Pets. For the squeamish, don't worry, they also have cute and furry pets. New arrivals weekly, so stop by often or check their Facebook page. Jungle Pets also carries food and supplies for all the pets they sell, including live and frozen feeders that you won't find anywhere else in Branch County. Jungle Pets in downtown Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hallett Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hallett Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, visit MattHalettHomes.com, and like them on Facebook. Matt Hallett Homes. Always built around family. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Larson Stadium at Cardinal Field on the campus of Coldwater High School. Coldwater Cardinal football uh, kicking off in uh, about 23 and a half minutes. The Cardinals hosting the Hastings Saxons. Sean Watson and Quinberry, Mike Sight, Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast on what's turned out to be about as perfect as you can get for a week four matchup weather-wise. 70 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Uh, we're looking to get down to about uh, 61 by the time we wrap things up later on this evening. That's almost perfect uh, for these players out here tonight. And uh, going to look forward to just a real good ball game here between these two one and two team, or excuse me, zero oh and three Cardinals and one and two Hastings Saxons. Uh, that's that's right uh, because the Cardinals are still looking for their first win of the season. Dropped zero oh and three overall, zero oh and one in the Interstate Eight after they lost at Marshall last week, thirty-five to six. Take a listen to some of these stats that I was able to uh, keep track of. 432 yards of total offense for the Red Hawks, 157 for the Cardinals. Only 106 yards rushing for Coldwater, uh, 51 yards passing for the Cards. Starting quarterback Grayson Foster, 7 of 14, 51 yards, no touchdown, an interception, and he was sacked twice. Well, there's no doubt about it. The Cardinals right now having having trouble on that interior line on both sides of the ball, the, the defensive side and the front four, and then the offensive side and getting somebody to block up front. So they've working hard at uh, trying to get that solved, and uh, hopefully we'll see some uh, improvement there tonight, Sean. Uh, meanwhile, for the Red Hawks, they gained 194 yards of rushing, and their quarterback... 18 of 21 for 242 yards. He threw for two touchdowns, and he wasn't picked off. That's Austin Miller, the junior. Yeah, and we, we didn't put any pressure on him all night long. He stood back there and was, uh, was able to look around, find his uh, receivers, uh, and deliver the ball. He had a great night throwing the ball with accuracy. And uh, even when he, uh, even when we did get a little rush, he was able to scramble out of that and uh, pick up a few yards here and there. 
Tyson Roby led the ground game, 10 carries, 66 yards, and Coldwater's only touchdown, but he's not going to be contributing in that sense of the uh, gameplay tonight because he's getting moved to the offensive line. And uh, a funny story, we take a look at the purple jerseys that the Cardinals are wearing, similar to what we've seen from the uh, other teams all week long purple down on the bottom with uh, red trim, red feathers up front. There's a white shoulder yoke up top, except for Tyson Roby. Uh, he, because he's now on the offensive line, he has to wear an offensive lineman's numbers, which is between 50 and 79. Instead of number 23, he will be wearing number 67, and there wasn't a number 67 uniform uh, ordered in this year's design, so he is wearing a jersey that they kept from year well at least they had one around sean that's that's kind of a tough uh, situation when you switch somebody on uh, purple week but uh, they they got it taken care of and uh, he does have a purple jersey on down there leading receiver was dayton ennis five catches for 37 yards he also had six carries for 24 yards jack rudin contributing on the ground game as well but uh, he's going to be uh, on the IL tonight, uh, he's actually in concussion protocol. That concussion happened during the game last week. Yeah, and that's a tough break for the Cardinals. You know, you need every one of those young men out there. He added a lot to both sides of the ball, and uh, uh, they're going to miss him for sure. The good news is that Zach Coffing is back available. He won't start, but he should get some uh, pretty decent action tonight. And uh, taking a look at him down on uh, field side during warm-ups, uh, uh, he didn't show much uh, ill effects of the ankle foot injury that he had sustained two weeks ago up at Plainwell. Well, there's no doubt uh, he's such a tremendous athlete. They need him on the field. He uh, Not only is he a great athlete, but he's a great leader out there. You know, you got the freshman quarterback and Foster, and he needs somebody to throw the ball to uh, other than uh, uh, Ennis and Porter. So uh, there's no doubt that Coffing's going to be an ad added uh, bonus to tonight's offense. The Hastings Saxons, meanwhile, uh, they finished last season at 10-2. and two. Their only two losses last year were to Whitehall, a non-conference regular season, and then Edwardsburg eliminated them in the Division Four regional final. Uh, other than that, uh, finishing 7-0 in the Interstate 8, sweeping the league, uh, probably one of the best uh, seasons that Hastings has had football-wise in a long, long, long time, if ever. Yeah, we've seen the turnaround, haven't we, Sean? You know, you and I have done the Hastings teams for years, and uh, it used to be a sure win for the Cardinals. And then about five years ago, they just kind of turned the table on us, and uh, they put together a heck of a program up there. And uh, Coach Murphy continues to uh, do a tremendous job, get a lot of good athletes out there. You always have some big kids, strong kids, no doubt about it. It is Jamie Murphy in his 10th season coaching the Hastings Saxons. Uh, this season, a tough start, one and two overall. This is their league opener. Uh, they opened up by beating Thornapple Kellogg at home, 50 to 34. They did not have a week two contest lined up until uh, first day of September, roughly. They were finally able to line up a road trip to Pontiac to take on Notre Dame Prep, a program of some renown. 
lost to the Fighting Irish 56-12 back on September 1st. And then last week they lost at uh, another strong team in uh, D4, D5. Uh, they lost at Whitehall 56-28. to So through the three games, 38, uh, 30 points per game scored, but they've allowed 48.7. That seems kind of deceiving when you realize the caliber of the teams that Hastings has lost to. Well, there's no doubt about that. Those are two premier teams that they did lose to. Hastings has always been a real solid defensive team. Kind of surprises me uh, of the number of points those teams scored. But uh, you know what? Uh, when you play the best, that sometimes will happen. And uh, Coach Murphy wanted to play the best. He's done that. Now he's got these kids prepared for the I-8 season. And he's looking forward to uh, playing some teams that uh, – Probably a little more in uh, Hastings' caliber. In the loss to Whitehall last week, Hayden Simmett was the leading rusher. Seven carries, only 79 yards and a touchdown. Landon Stewart, 18 carries for 73 yards. He had two touchdowns. And their quarterback, Owen Carroll, was 0 of 6 passing. Uh, notice that uh, there are some names uh, that I didn't call out, like uh, Lanny Tunison, Robbie Slaughter. Those were the key guys that helped propel Hastings to the lofty heights that they've enjoyed the uh, past few years. Three wins in a row that the Saxons have enjoyed against the Cardinals, including last season's 46-0 shutout up at Johnson Field in Hastings. Robbie Slaughter, 10 carries, 150 yards, and three touchdowns in that game. Isaiah Wilson's three carries for 65 yards in the score. Lanny Tunison had three carries, 48 yards and a score. Uh, Zach Coffing, 12 of 21, passing for 104 yards, no touchdowns and interception. He also had 14 carries for 17 yards. Jaden Kegler, remember him? Uh, he led the Coldwater Rushers in last season's game, 14 carries for 71 yards. Dante Work had five catches for 41 yards. Evan Porter, who we will see tonight, three catches for 17 yards. Well, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you got great speed from Hayden Semmet, uh, the running back for Hastings, and uh, great breakaway, you know, running speed. He'll hit that line, and uh, if people don't stay in their uh, areas tonight and stay in their uh, lanes, he can break one at any time. And then Owen Carroll, the uh, quarterback, he likes to run and throw the ball. You know, when he has time, he can throw it. So uh, the Cardinals got their work cut out for him. We'll take this two-minute break and be back with the pregame Thoughts of Coldwater head coach Jeff Scorfar. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Nottawa Gas, your local family-owned propane supplier for over two decades, has a great special going on. At Nottawa Gas, you can pre-buy your propane with a cap price of just $1.94, which means that's the most you'll pay even during the cold of winter. And if the price goes down, your price also goes down. It's a no-lose way of buying propane from Nottawa Gas. But the offer ends September 30th. Nottawa Gas also offers convenient payment options too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66. South of Tacon at Old 27 or online at nottawagas.com. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage. 
or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. Hi, I'm Diana Butler. I'm Jordan Butler. And I'm Allison Butler. We're your local Edward Jones Financial Advisors. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy. And we'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Call us at 279-0541 or stop by our office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Kickoff between the Coldwater Cardinals and Hastings Saxons coming up at the top of the hour. Right now, we're checking in with the head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals, Jeff Scorfar. Before we talk about X's and O's, just wanted to touch a little bit, kind of a, a reminder of uh, how Coldwater football got involved in the whole Purple Week initiative at Coldwater High School. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this for, geez, it's been a number of years. I can't remember how many years we've been doing it but you know it started with volleyball doing the pink uh game and you know we always worked closely with them to help them with their bottle drive and some different things like that and then uh don beckhusen came around and said hey why don't we do a purple game for all of cancer you know instead of just breast cancer or a different type of cancer why don't we just do something for cancer patients in general you know so we started doing the purple week uh, and it started with just football and volleyball. Now it's spread to all the teams. Um, and it's basically the whole school. So it's, it's pretty, it's a, you know, it's a great event. You know, it brings some um, reality back to the kids. You know, that, that, you know, there's bigger things in life than playing football. Trying to find a cure for cancer and helping out cancer patients is definitely a heck of a lot more important than a uh, game of football. Now looking back to last week's game against Marshall, a 35-6 loss, and four of the five touchdowns that Marshall scored were on plays of 45 yards or more. So, again, susceptibility to the big play. Yes, a couple of missed tackles from the secondary and then a couple blown assignments on passes, you know, and then, you know, that's where you get, the, you know, the 28 points from. You know, other than that, defensively, I thought we played halfway decent. You know, it was, but on the offensive side of the ball, that was probably one of the worst outings that I've been associated with since I've been coaching. Um, we could not handle their upfront kids. We just did not have a very good night blocking, you know, and that's something that we take responsibility for as coaches. You know, we just we didn't have them prepared. We didn't have them in the right frame of mind, um, you know, and that's something that we really worked on this week, and hopefully it's going to make a difference. I was wondering if there was any good news to report on the uh, injury front. Thinking specifically of uh, Zach Coughing, will he be uh, available this week? Uh, yes, actually, he is going to be available. Um, we're going to see, you know, how he responds when he's on the field. It's still pretty sore, and so I don't want to do anything to, you know, get him further hurt. So it'll be a game time decision, and then how he's feeling, um, you know, and all that. 
that's good news. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're going to be playing without Jack Rudin um, tonight. So that, you know, as you know, we get one person off injury, we got another person going on. So, you know, hopefully we can clear up these injuries and get back to full strength. Tonight's opponent, the Hastings Saxons, we talked during Coach's Corner how they came in uh, one and two, of how it being pretty deceiving because in the losses to Pontiac Notre Dame Prep and to Whitehall last week, uh, the opposing team uh, picked up 56 points against the Saxons. Yeah, the, those two teams are very talented and a ton of speed on both teams. And so, you know, you look at those scores and you're like, holy cow, what's going on? Well, those are just two of the top teams in the state uh, There's in their divisions. There's no question about that. So, you know, Hastings is just about as good as what they were last year. They're, you know, they lost a couple of running backs. Uh, they got another running back back. You know, they had to replace some linemen, but they're still, they're very solid. You know, one of the better Hastings teams that I've played against since I've been coaching here. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to play disciplined if we want to be in the game. Jeff Scorf, our head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals, thanks once again for your time and good luck tonight. Thanks, Sean. We're back with more after this as you are listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's Irwin again, Cole Ford. Guess what? We got trucks. You want Super Duties? We got them. You want Maverick? Guess what? We got it. You want F-150s? We got them. In stock right now. Huge rebates right now going on on F-150. Discounts as high as $5,000. That's right. $5,000 off on F-150s. We haven't seen that since before 2020 or order your 24 super duty that's right you gotta order them it's all closed for 23 no matter where you're driving from cole ford is your dealer in southwest michigan if you have ford discount we accept it if you have supplier discount we accept it do you need your vehicle service we can do that too we offer free pickup and delivery everything you want cole's got it it's worth the drive to cole ford on us 12 right here in cold water we want your business see dealer for all qualifying rebates does your financial advisor take your input seriously and truly take the time to understand your investment approach do they give you access to the tools and information you need when you need them hi i am jay wright your cold water edward jones financial advisor when we work together we focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to help create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Number 10, number 13, number 35. Have you ever felt like a number when it comes to dealing with people, especially when you're buying or selling your home? That's not how we do it at Southern Marsh Realty. Hi, I'm Angie Marsh. It's all about you and your goals. We treat you like you're supposed to be treated, like an individual, like a person, not a number. When choosing a realtor to sell your home, choose the number one agent in three counties. Angie Marsh at Southern Marsh Realty. Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy. Online at southernmarshrealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry, Mike's side, a little over six minutes away from kickoff of our varsity football game between Coldwater and Hastings. Time enough to take a look back at what happened last week. In addition to that non-conference lost 
uh, at Whitehall by uh, Hastings Saxons losing 56 to 28, and Marshall beating Coldwater 35 to 6. Harper Creek a big win at Jackson Northwest last week 55 to 10. Equally as big a win for Parma Western at Penfield, spoiling the debut of the new turf stadium. 51 to 7, the Panthers of Western beating the Panthers of Penfield. So you got Harper Creek and Western still undefeated, and both of them are ranked in Division Three in the first AP poll of the season. I saw that. I think Western is what six or seven right there in that area, and yep, uh, Harper's right down at the bottom at uh, nine or ten, and. Uh, that shows you what we've got ahead of us as the uh, season progresses. Uh, yep, sixth for Western and um, tie for eighth with Auburn Hills Avondale for Harper Creek. Uh, Marshall at 1-0 in the league, now 1-2 overall. Hastings 1-2 overall. We established that this is their league opener. Uh, Northwest and Penfield at 0-1 in the league, 1-2 overall. And Coldwater, as we mentioned, uh, still looking for their first win of the season. Over in the Big 8, the five-team Big 8. Bronson, a big win at Quincy, 34-8. to Petersburg Summerfield non-conference action beating Springport 27-2 and Union City shutting out Reading 28-0. So the Chargers still undefeated and they received honorable mention in Division 7 in the first poll of the season. I had a chance to uh, go to that uh, Bronson-Quincy game last week, and it was a good ball game at the first half. And let me tell you what, though, Bronson's got a nice team over there. They got some size, they got some quickness, and they just kind of put it to Quincy in that second half. Bronson at 1-0 in the Big 8, 2-1 overall. Quincy at 1-1 in the league, 1-2 overall. Reading and Springport. Still looking for their first wins of the season. Uh, Springport, not a surprise. Reading, that's a surprise. That's a huge surprise. 0-3. Uh, I can't remember the last time Reading lost three games in a season, in a regular season. But uh, uh, they'll get it together over there. So tonight, uh, Bronson is playing at Reading. Quincy is playing at Springport. Union City's having their homecoming game, and they are bringing in the Saugatuck Trailblazers non-conference for that contest. Well, it's uh, homecoming night. I got a chance to talk to a couple of Union City people, and, you know, they're getting their field redone over there. And the students are now setting right around, right behind the bench uh, on the football field. And right track side, right? Right on track side, and they love it. The Union City players and the fans and everything, they love being that close to the field. Uh, that's not going to last once Not going to last, but uh, it's fun this year. Yeah, the, the bleachers get done uh, later this year, uh, hopefully, is uh, what they were uh, going for. And in case you're wondering about uh, Lumen Christie, the team that uh, left the I-8 for the uh, Catholic League, uh, they are currently 3-0, and and they have still not been scored upon this season through the first three games. Amazing, isn't <laughs> it? Uh, I don't think, I think... They probably had more competition in the I-8. But uh, but uh, tonight they are playing their Catholic League AA division opener. Yeah, this uh, that's just what a football school that has been. Well, in a few moments we're going to tune in to a special purple-related ceremony down trackside, and we'll bring you the playing of the national anthem. Uh, before we do that, we will let you know that Hastings won the coin toss and deferred to the second half, so we will see the Coldwater offense first. 
those who are survivors and those who have lost their battle with cancer. We'd like to take a moment to recognize Jim Maynard, he and his wife Laura, co-owners of our Coldwater McDonald's and other area McDonald's, and a great supporter of Coldwater High School Athletics. Jim, along with his family, will be raising the American flag along with the purple flag during the national anthem. Jim is a survivor of three types of cancer over the past 20 years, most recently throat cancer. He's currently cancer-free. Jim is doing well. Jim is doing well and after three more years expects to be considered cured of cancer. We'd also like to honor a special member of the Cardinal family who was lost this last year to cancer. Leroy Stanton was a familiar face to everyone in the halls of the Coldwater Community Schools. He worked diligently for 32 years within the maintenance department, keeping our facilities open and safe for countless students and staff members. He retired in 2022 to enjoy his hobbies of fishing, hunting, and camping, but most of all spending time with his loving family. His wife, Carolyn, along with his son, Will, daughter-in-law, Ashley, and grandchildren, Lily, Isabel, Bryson, and Maddox are all here with us tonight to honor this wonderful man. Leroy fought this terrible disease for over a decade before passing away August 17, 2023. We express our heartfelt sympathy to the Stanton family tonight and thank them for sharing this kind and gentle man with us for so many years. Please join together in a moment of silence for Leroy and all those we've lost in the fight against cancer. Thank you. And now our national anthem performed by the Coldwater Cardinal Marching Band. WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. 
We're back here at Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry getting ready for kickoff. The Coldwater Cardinals and the Hastings Saxons, as we mentioned uh, before the playing of the national anthem. Hastings won the toss, deferred to the second half, so we will see the Coldwater offense first, led by quarterback Grayson Foster. The running backs will be Trey Miller and Drew Ennis. Wide receivers Dayton Ennis, split ends Evan Porter and Keevan Zabonik. On the offensive line, Garrett Klotz, Tyson Roby, as we mentioned during the pregame show, Sal Baroni, Garrett Ficker, and Jackson Bowers, an average weight across of 238. Well, there's no doubt uh, those linemen are uh, going to have to do a excellent job against this uh, Hastings defense tonight. Give ourselves the young freshman uh, Foster some time to look downfield, pick his receivers. Going to be nice seeing coughing back out there, hopefully for the whole game. Not starting, but uh, he will be in there quickly, I'm sure. Take a look and see who is back there to receive the kickoff. The Cardinals defending the north end zone will be moving from left to right across your radio dial. The Saxons from right to left. It looks like Landon Stewart will be kicking off the ball. Short end over end kick. It's going to be caught by an up man at the 18. Brought back to the 25 and forced out of bounds. That is Kendall Austin. Kendall Austin, uh, one of the up guys, got the ball around the uh, 25, returned it over the 25. Not much, uh, much there. David Giles credited with the stop. Here we go. First and 10, ball at the 26. First off, we'll see what formation Drayson Foster leads the team out in. Evan Porter, a uh, receiver deep to the left side. You see Kevin Zabonik on the right side among the trips that are there. And it's an empty backfield. Two to the left, three to the right. Foster looking left to pass. Looking for Foster. Is it incomplete? Yep, it was incomplete. Ball hit the ground before Porter could scoop it up. Second and ten. Just a little low with that pass from Foster to Porter. Second and ten. Ball's at the 26. Just underway. Kind of interesting. No no one in the backfield on that first play. This time uh, we'll have two running backs and a wing back on the left side. Single uh, receivers. Handoff. Trying to go inside as Kendall Austin. Looks like he uh, did not gain anything. I think it was Trey Miller. Hard to see. Is that a three or a five? I thought it was a five. Three. It was a three. Okay. Okay. Third and ten. First drive of the game. Really good crowd underneath us here on the home side of Cardinal Field. And uh, not a bad crowd over uh, coming from Hastings making the long road trip. Cardinals have trips to the left side, one to the right, one running back. Foster rolling left, looking to pass, looking deep downfield, over the hands of Evan Porter at midfield, incomplete. Well, the Cardinals go three and out. This sounds 
vaguely familiar from the start of last night's game. Well, Foster put that one up there for Evan Porter. Uh, defensive back for Hastings doing a nice job staying in front of Evan. Evan just couldn't quite come down with that pass. The Landon Auble is your punter with the absence of Jackson Riley out for the season with a broken wrist that happened two weeks ago in the game that you did with me up at Plainwell. Not a bad punt. Caught at the 43-yard line. Fumble. I think the return guy for Hastings fell on it. Yeah, it looks like he got back to it. The ball was loose on the ground. Cardinals just couldn't quite come up with that. That would have been a big play for the Cardinals. That was uh, Dre Mathis on the return. Well, Hastings will take over uh, first and 10 from 43. We'd like to be able to give you a starting lineup for the offense, but I emailed Coach Jamie Murphy, did not get a reply from him. Owen Carroll under center, a full house backfield, about a gain of two or three. Well, here's your starting uh, defense. Five on the D-line trying something different. Drake Thornton, Sal Baroni, Jackson Bowers, Evan Hamilton, and Drake Thornton, an average across of 220. Four-year gain, second and six balls at the 47. Linebackers will be Trey Miller, Drew Ennis, and Tyson Roby. Kendall Austin and Evan Porter are the corners. Landon Auble is the safety. Here's second and six. Fake the handoff. It's a keeper by Owen Carroll. Oh, he's going to go. He sure oh. is, except that uh, he is brought down past the 20 near the 15. Kendall Austin with a great shoestring tackle down there right around the, uh, oh, they're going to go a hold. Big, that's a big break for the Cardinals, a hold on Hastings. Otherwise, it would have been right in the red zone. Your referee tonight is Pete Zapata. Umpire is Jeff Moore. Headlinesman is Chris Furlong. Line judge is Augie Zapata. And the back judge is Kenneth Duchesne. Now, I have to wonder if he was given a microphone, our referee. I don't think he was. Wow, that's a... Big, big loss. Ten yards from the spot of the fall. Ball's put back at the Hastings 37. There's the mic. <laughs> Which makes it second and 16. Just under 10 minutes left to play in the first quarter. Carroll goes under center with a full house backfield. Another big run for Hastings. Got most of that yardage back and will bring up third and short with a run coming from Isaiah Wilson. Porter with the uh, Porter from his cornerback position with a nice tackle, good solid tackle. Third and one. First down marker is at the 47 of the Cardinals. Ball's at the 48. Typical uh, Hastings football, just run it right down your throat. Good power football. Carroll under center. 
I think Hastings got the first ball, uh, the first down as the play developed. Yeah, he just uh, he bounced off a couple of Cardinals there and uh, just got to the first down marker. Right at, right at the 45-yard line of the Cardinals. Nine minutes and counting left to play in the first quarter. This is the first Hastings drive of the game. The Cardinals going three and out their first time around. Cardinals 0-3. Saxons 1-2 coming in. Owen Carroll under center. Handoff goes to Isaiah Wilson. I thought he was down at the line of scrimmage, but he gives the Saxons a first down all the way up to the Cardinal 31. That was about a 14-yard gain there. Yeah, right over the uh, right over that left guard and center spot. And uh, it's hard to tell, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell who has the ball. They do a good job of faking in that backfield. That's the wing T run yep. to perfection. Isaiah Wilson running off the left side, getting the handoff in a short gain, up to about the 28. Gain of three. First down markers at the 21, it's second and seven. Cardinals need to come up with a big play here. They got a big play when the Hastings held their didn't take advantage. Landon Stewart with a handoff. He gets up to the 25. But that said, about a gain of three. Probably Hastings probably in four down territory. So uh, probably going to have two chances to make up this uh, four yards. I don't know if you remember the game last year, but for the entire first half, every time they scored, they went for two. It was uh, after they had run up the score to such a degree that they had actually uh, attempted their first PAT kicks of the entire season as the Saxons only gained one on third down. That'll bring up fourth and three. About fourth, yep, fourth and three. Good job by that front uh, five up there for the Cardinals today. A little bit different defense we're looking at. Five down linemen. Fourth and two. Saxons, of course, going for it. It's four down territory for them. Carroll under center. Oh, oh they just Cardinals gave the Saxons jumped. a free first down. Encroachment call. Offsides defense. It is our referee, Pete Zapata. So a free first down. Five yards on the play. Mm. Now the Saxons are firmly established in the red zone. First and 10 from the Cardinal 18. Those are the mistakes you can't afford to have against these teams. Carroll under center with a full house backfield. And off goes to, that looked like number six, Draven Pennock, running off the right side. A short gain of about, uh, they're giving him one. A little bit stiffer in that interior line tonight, Sean, and uh, 
But you can't make those offside calls. They they really did a nice job getting the Hastings into that fourth down situation, fourth and two, and uh, then we have to jump offsides. See if we can get a good two or three more uh, good stops here. First down marker is at the eight. Line of scrimmage is about the 18, so they gave him no gain. Second and 10. Fake the handoff. No, how about that? He faked everybody out, and that's a touchdown for Hastings from 18 yards out. You know what? I didn't even see the <laughs> ball. Did you, Sean? No. I, I, was, I, was, I looking, was looking right. Yeah, but the ball went left. Yeah, wow. <laughs> there wasn't a Cardinal within 15 yards of him. So what a... Nice job of uh, handling the ball in that backfield. Our spotter tonight, Kevin Shepard, telling us that it was Landon Stewart with the 18-yard touchdown run. Saxons are going to go for two. Score coming with 528 left to play in the first quarter. And it's a pass for the conversion. Owen Carroll finding Draven Pennock in the left corner of the end zone for the two-point conversion. And so, 5.25 left in the first quarter. Hastings on the board first, 8-0 over Coldwater. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. So you call your virtual insurance company to ask a simple question about your policy. But now you're on hold listening to this music. While you wait and... Wait. Auto Owners works with local independent agents who tailor coverage to meet your needs and pick up the phone when you call because you shouldn't be on hold so long that you memorize the music. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pitch at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. A methodical first drive for the Hastings Saxons after the Cardinals went three and out their opening drive. Now they get ready to kick the ball off. Taking an 8-0 lead, 18-yard run by Landon Stewart. And again, you and I thought the ball was going right. It went left to Stewart. 18 yards to the house. Meanwhile, that's Tyson Roby with a return up to midfield on the kickoff. Nice job by Tyson Roby. Up that right sideline, just uh, powered his way that last five, six yards. He can still return kickoffs with that lineman's uniform. And, of course, as we established uh, earlier in our broadcast, his uniform looks slightly different from the others. He's wearing last year's uniform. Coughing in the uh, offensive backfield this time. Replacing Drew Ennis. Porter, receiver on the left side. Handoff goes to Coffing. First appearance in a couple of weeks, and no gain on first down. Second and 10 coming up. Just got back up to the line of scrimmage. Just no room for uh, Coffing that time. Look for something in the air this time as the Cardinals second and ten. Two receivers to the left side. Evan Porter and Dayton Ennis. 
One to the right, two running backs next to Foster. Foster finding Kevin Zabonik for the first down, past the 40 to the 38, a gain of 12. Nice little in route there by Zabonik. Foster putting it right on the numbers. Good job there by the wide receiver and the quarterback. So you remember, if you were listening to the game last week or if you heard any of the game last week, uh, the Cardinals did not get their first first down up at Marshall until late in the second quarter. And here, with around four minutes left to play in the first, they do get their first first down, keep a drive alive, Second, uh, first and ten from the 38. I'm not quite sure who received the handoff. From the 38 to about the 36, a gain of two. I'm not sure if that was Dayton Ennis uh, who got that pitch. Now remember, Drew Ennis is listed as a starting running back and Dayton Ennis a wide receiver. They have very similar numbers. Drew is four, uh, four and Dayton is 24. A gain of two, second and eight. Foster out of the shotgun. Actually looks like a bit of a wildcat formation. Handoff goes to Trey Miller, right side, close to the first down marker. And yeah, I think they're going to give him the first down, yep. They are. There they go, moving the sticks. Up to about the 27-yard line. Gain of nine. Cardinals with a nice offensive drive right here. Now we got to finish it off inside the 30. Down around the 27-yard line. Same formation. One receiver left, one right. We're counting down to two and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. Hastings up 8-0. Run to the right side. And a short gain on first down. Looks like a pickup of about four yards there. Sean can bring up a second down and six. Ball's at the 23. First down marker is at around the 18-17. So second and six. Foster out of the shotgun. Coughing stands to his right. Foster going back to pass. Looking deep for Zabonic. He catches and he dropped it as he was yeah. falling down. And we're going to get a flag for an interference call. It should have been a little bit of a late flag. The side judge there didn't make the call, but the back judge did as a defender for Hastings. Just pulled Zabonic right down. Now they're talking it over. I don't know why, but. Uh, I think what they might be talking over is the adjudication of these uh, pass interference calls. Well. Now the referee, Pete Zapata, checking in. Let's see if, uh, see if they pick it up. Well, they're indicating pass nope. interference against Hastings. I would hope so. That uh, that defender just pulled Zabonik right down to the ground, uh, and Zabonik still almost caught the ball. 
Referee making sure his microphone is working. Well, the adjudication is half the distance to the goal. Ball's going to be placed what, right inside the 10? Inside the 10? Yep. About the 11. Now we're going to get another official timeout. Uh, just to make sure everybody's on the same page regarding the spot. What it looks like here, the Cardinals can get another first down without scoring, but with a minute 47 left in the first quarter, down 8-0, the Cardinals would like to get on the board. So uh, a half the distance to the goal is actually going to put the ball at the 12-and-a-half-yard line. So first and 10, Foster out of the gun. Handoff, hitting the right side of the line and a run up to the 10, about a gain of two on first down. Trey Miller. Aiden Simmett on the stop. Second down Cardinals can pick up a first down, down around the, what, two and a half, three yard line. Yes. 17 on the play clock. Porter splits out wide to the left, Zabonic wide to the right. Otherwise, it does kind of look like a wildcat, doesn't it? Yes, sure does. Foster hands off to Trey Miller. Doesn't get anything. Yeah, he stayed stuck at the 10. Right back up the line of scrimmage there. With 48 seconds left to play in the quarter. Time for probably one more play. I tell you what, the uh, at some point they're going to run that counter. They're going to go right, fake right and uh, hand back off to somebody coming back left because there was a lot of space over there that time. Coaches will pick up on that. Here's third and eight from the 10. Foster out of the shotgun, going left to pass, looking for Porter, overthrew Porter as he was being held all the way. We're not gonna get an interference call this time. That stops the clock with 18 seconds left in the quarter and we'll bring up fourth and eight. Tell you, a lot of hand checking going on on those passes. Got some scoring updates. Thank you, Troy Tennyson, for letting us know that after one quarter, Saugatuck is leading Union City at Alumni Field 7-0, and then Camden Frontier, an eight-player football leading to Concha, 8-0. Here, Hastings is leading Coldwater, 8-0, a big fourth and eight play from the Saxon 10-yard line coming up with 18 seconds left to play in the quarter. How big of a play is it? Big enough that the coaching staff is going to take a timeout. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Just... Uh Coach Scarfar wants to make sure they execute right here because uh, they've had a good offensive drive right here. You'd sure hate to have to turn this ball over on uh, downs after the way they've taken the ball right downfield. So as we uh, go through the evening, we will mention the names on the backs of the uniforms of not only the football players, but the uh, cheerleaders, because uh, as we've seen throughout Purple Week, uh, the kids on the Cardinal athletic teams are playing in honor of someone who is battling cancer 
has fought cancer and won or has unfortunately lost the battle. We're starting with Gabe Wagner. The senior is playing for Seyfried. Mason Grabowski, the junior, is playing for Farrell. Trey Miller, a senior, playing for Macklin. Drew Ennis and Dayton Ennis will kind of group them together because they're brothers and they're playing for Pop Pop. Would that be DJ? I don't think so. I think that would be on uh, Jared's side. Jared Ennis's side of the family, their father. And we'll continue that throughout the evening here on the Cardinals on fourth and oh, eight. Oh, and the... got one there. Picked up a good five. That's going to help a little bit. Hastings jumps, so should make it fourth and three. That's going to bring up uh, about well, uh, two and a half, three yards for a first down. Yep. So it'll be fourth and three. Makes it a little bit easier as the Cardinals spread it out. Foster rolling left to pass. He finds an open receiver, and it went through Coffing's hands. Cardinals turn the ball over on downs. Grayson was just got it over the top. He had to throw it a little high to get it over the linebacker, hoping to drop that into Coffing, and it just, uh, just got over Zach's hands. So the Saxons will take over deep in their own territory, first and 10 from their five. 12 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Leading 8-0, the Cardinals unable to convert in the red zone. Their second possession of the game. Well, we need to take advantage of this. Make sure our defense gets a good, good stop here. Owen Carroll under center, full house backfield. No, that's not what we wanted. A run up to the 20 and near the 25. A couple of missed tackles there by the Cardinals and... Uh, Isaiah Wilson with a big run from the five. It gets all the way up to, where are they going to spot it? The 24. 24, 19-yard run. And that'll be the final play of the first quarter. The drive will continue after this one-minute break after one quarter from here at Cardinal Field on Purple Night. The Hastings Saxons 8, the Coldwater Cardinals nothing. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HassKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Nottawa Gas, your local family-owned propane supplier for over two decades, has a great special going on. At Nottawa Gas, you can pre-buy your propane with a cap price of just $1.94, which means that's the most you'll pay even during the cold of winter. And if the price goes down, your price also goes down. It's a no-lose way of buying propane from Nottawa Gas. But the offer ends September 30th, and with their remote tank monitoring system, you'll never have to worry about running out of gas. Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha at Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry, Mike Side getting ready for the second quarter between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Hastings Saxons. It's Hastings ball, first and 10 from about the 24-yard line of the Saxons. We switched sides. The Saxons moving from left to right. They are wearing 
all white with yellow numerals, navy blue outline. So it's a little bit easier to read, in my opinion, than the look that they brought down here a couple years ago. I'll explain after this first and then play. Carroll rolling right to pass. He's going to decide to keep it. He's brought down at the 29-yard line. The gain of about, uh, about four, maybe five yards there. They're giving him five, it looks like, second yep. and five. But two years ago when the Saxons came down to Cardinal Field, memory serves correctly, white numerals, thin yellow outline. Yeah, it, was. it was a nightmare for everybody up here in the press box. Eleven seconds on the play clock as the Saxons break the huddle. In the full house backfield, Owen Carroll under center. Three running backs behind him. And a gain of about one that time for Draven Pennock. It looks like starting out, Owen Carroll, the quarterback, and your running backs are Draven Pennock, Landon Stewart, and Isaiah Wilson. Third and four coming up for Coldwater. This would be a great defensive stop for the Cardinals right here. Get them the ball back. They had a good offensive uh, series last time. Just didn't quite get it into the end zone. But if they can uh, get a stop here, get the ball back, should be in good field position. Fake the handoff. It's a keeper by Carroll. First down and more to midfield. That's that fake into the uh, line. The quarterback keeps the ball. And another big running play. When we go a little bit later on, we expect to see something similar for Harper Creek. They have traditionally been a wing tee offense under their longtime head coach, Ed Greenman. But uh, under the uh, current management, they've gone to uh, what they like to call wings and things, where they mix it up a little bit while staying in the basic team most of the time. But here it's all wing T until you get sick and tired of it. Saxon's leading 8-0. Good stop by the Cardinals. It went to the second guy through, and the Cardinals stayed home on that second guy. Trey Miller with a big play right there. David Giles in as one of the running backs. They gave him a loss of one, second and 11. Balls at the 48. Trey Miller with a textbook tackle right there. Stopped him right at, uh, actually stopped him and pushed him back just a little. Scoring update. Union City intercepts the Saugatuck ball, and Dylan McDonald scores from four years out. Point after is good. It's a 7-7 tie between the Chargers and the Trailblazers with eight and a half minutes left to play in the first half. Back here on second and 11, a run off the left side. Should bring up third and uh, about what? Well, based on where he stepped out, it's going to be third and seven. Third and seven. So a gain of four. Saxons don't pick this first down up. It'll be an interesting decision for Coach Murphy. Whether to go for it on fourth down right here, uh, just inside the 50-yard line. Based on the articles that I sent you, you're not sure of the status of their kicking game, it sounds like. Well, I, I would say that 
We'll see how much they got left. We just need a big stop here. Well, Jamie Murphy, the head coach of the Saxons, will take his team's first timeout with 8.50 left to play in the first half. Hastings up on Coldwater, 8-0. So as we continue on the uh, list of uh, people that the uh, players on the Cardinal football team are honoring with the names on the backs of the special purple jerseys, uh, we uh, last left off at the Ennis Brothers. Now, Kendall Austin will be playing for uh, Grandma Block. Yeah, he is a junior. Sam Forrester, senior, playing for Papa Richie. Grayson Foster, one of the two freshmen up on varsity, playing for just Grandpa. Landon Auble, a junior, playing for S. Roberts. Jackson Riley, who is done for the rest of the season with a broken wrist, is playing for John Cilia. Evan Porter, a senior, playing for Van Aiken. And Amar Abdullah, the place kicker, playing for just the Cardinals. Zach Coffing, senior quarterback, running back, do it all back, playing for Mama. Cameron Schilling, tight end, junior, playing for Brian. Coming out of the Hastings timeout, third and seven from the Cardinal 48. Carroll rolling back a pass, finds the receiver at the 45, and he's gonna close to taking it to the house. He will take it to the house. 48-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, a good fake in the backfield. Back coming out of the backfield there. Was wide open on this right sideline. Nothing in between him and the goal line except one cardinal, and he was able to juke him and uh, scamper in. It was a 48-yard pass to Landon uh, Hayden Simmett. I let me, let me double check with our spotter. Aiden Simmett did have the uh, touchdown reception. Saxon's going for two. And Isaiah Wilson stretching out to the left corner of the end zone, getting the two-point conversion, making it 16-0. Hastings, 8:39 left to play in the first half. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. When El Cerrito says that they serve authentic Mexican food and drinks, they mean freshly diced vegetables and herbs. The best meats cooked fresh on the grill. An endless bowl of crispy chips and fresh-made salsa. And top it off with the best blender or over-ice margaritas in your choice of flavors. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner or get it to go, including the margarita. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 16-0 Hastings on top of Coldwater on Purple Night. The most recent score, a rare time where the Saxons break out the pass when winning the ring, wing tee. And usually when they do, it works. Well, and comes the kickoff. It's going to be caught on the run at the 13-yard line, returned to the 25, trying to push forward to the 30. He stood up at about the 31. That's Tyson Roby with another good return. Tyson going to get his running in on these kickoff returns tonight. So uh, getting back to uh, the point uh, that you were trying to make before the kickoff. Oh, just, you know, 
this has just been a pain in Achilles' heel or whatever for the Cardinals. Just giving up those big plays. They, you know, they play tough defense on first, second, sometimes third down, and then they give up the big play. And again, that time, a uh, couple of big plays in that uh, time for the Sextons. Grayson Foster faked the handoff a couple of times and gets dropped. Yeah, he just, that was a smart thing to do by Grayson there. Uh, he had a chance to. Uh, loss of three on the play, second in about 13. Got a couple scoring updates. Harper Creek is leading Marshall 21 to nothing in that big rivalry showdown. Wow. Beaver scoring on their first three possessions. And uh, Penfield is leading Jackson Northwest 14-7 in the second quarter. Foster coming over here to uh, athletic athletic trainer Phil Herman. Got a little tweak in the ankle there. One on the play clock, and the Cardinals are forced to burn a timeout. Landon Abel is in the game at quarterback right now. Number eight. So that... Makes things a little bit more interesting as we come up on second and 13. Clock stops, 7.40 left to play in the first half. Cardinals trailing Hastings 16 to nothing. So we get back to the players that the the uh, folks that the players on the football team are honoring on the backs of their purple jerseys. And we left off with uh, Dalton Colville, senior, uh, playing for Grandpa Leslie. Tyson Roby in his original number 23, uh, the senior playing for Gallup. Kevin Zabonik, senior playing for Musgrove. Jack Rudin, senior playing for Aunt Shannon. Matt Nichols, a senior playing for another Nichols in the family. Chris Grawl, a senior playing for Insa Raymond. Charlie Gruner, senior playing for Bernard Conan. Wyatt Thomas, a junior, playing for Dad, Doug Thomas. Evan Hamilton, junior, playing for Tammy Ferguson. Second and 13. Auble going back to pass, evades one tackle, doesn't evade the rest of the D-line of the Saxons. Just not a lot of time there. Looks like he did not gain anything. That brings up third and 13. Sitting up here watching uh, Phil Herman, the athletic trainer, putting a little tape. We'll see uh, how Drayson moves after he gets that ankle taped up. As Zach Coffing, the senior quarterback, uh, probably don't want to work him in in uh, that type of a stressful uh, situation uh, Boy, this yeah. early coming back from injury. Nothing there for the Cardinals. In fact, maybe a loss. Another loss of a couple of yards. Well, on third and 12, we'll bring up fourth and 14, and Auble will stay out there to punt the ball. Well, the Cardinals moving backwards on that, uh, that four downs. Very deep for the Saxons. Short kick, and uh, it's caught at the 40 by Hastings, trying to find a seam about a return of three or four yards for Dre Mathis. Good coverage there. 
Porter, number 62, Thornton and Porter. 6-11 left to play in the first half. Coldwater trailing Hastings 16-0. The Saxons have the ball again. Let's let the ball down at the 44, Quinn. Yeah. Let's see if... Uh, See if that Cardinal defense can come up strong here, keep them off the board. So far, do you think uh, it's a better showing than uh, what we've seen the past couple of weeks? Well, I, you know, other than giving up big plays, and we just continue to do that. I like the tackling better tonight, Sean. There's been some real good, uh, good tackling. Porter with another good tackle right there, good solid tackle from Evan. Landon Stewart with a gain of about uh, four on first down. His fatal flaw is that he ran right into Porter, right? Yeah, he just ran right in. Porter did a nice job. Good technique on that. Second and six, ball at the 47. Uh-oh, run up the middle. A big first down for Hastings, getting up to the Cardinal 40. Porter with another stop, and uh, don't like to hear that because uh, Porter's playing in that second and third level, you know, for the Cardinals, and when he's making tackles, it's at least five or eight yards downfield. First and 10, Owen Carroll under center. Full house backfield behind him. And off goes to the right side. You might have been looking at the uh, at Owen Carroll running right side, faking, keeping the ball. I know that it went to a running back for a gain of three on the right side. I thought maybe he ran that, uh, that fake to the line and then uh, ran around this right end again. I just did the, the score from uh, Quincy. All right, let's hear it. 6-6 six, six, tie. In the second quarter. I'm surprised they were able to get cell phone service uh, up at Springport. 6-6 six, six between the Orioles and the Springport Spartans here at 16-0. Hastings on top of Coldwater. Four and a half minutes left to play. Second and seven play. Short gain to the 35. Daniel Zimmerman on the stop. Well, there's a big third down again, third and five. And nice. Probably here in the background, the Cardinal marching band warming up for their halftime show. Be nice to see a good, good stop right here at the line of scrimmage. But this is a part of the field where if the Cardinals do get the stop, what will the Saxons do on fourth down? Yeah, for sure, but uh, watch for the pass. Nope, it's a run right side, and he is stopped. Right at the line of scrimmage. Might have given him a half a yard there. Yep. Landon Stewart with about a gain of one, bringing up fourth and four. Owen Carroll going to head coach Jamie Murphy for the play. Well, they don't have much of a kicking game, Sean, I don't think. So uh, no doubt they're going to go for it here. Three, what is that, 317, 316 yep. to go? Clock moving. Cardinals down 16 to nothing. It would be nice to leave it right at that score. Carroll under center. 
Carroll fake the handoff. He's rolling left. He's keeping. He's getting the first down. He runs out of bounds, sideline left near the 20. Boy, we struggle with that. But that's good, good faking by the quarterback there and then getting around the right end or left end. I'm looking over to uh, Shep, uh, Kevin Shepard to my right, and he's agreeing with everything he had to say. Just... uh, (laughs) He's forced out of bounds at about the 24. That's where Hastings will set up first and 10. you got to trust your teammates and stay in your lanes over there on the outside. 10 on the play clock. Right up the middle. How about that? I, I watched the guys on the right. It was a run up the middle. Hayden Simmett, 23-yard touchdown run. Right over the center there, just to the right of the center, and I don't think a Cardinal touch came. Not what we want to see here right before half. And, 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 and again, I don't know if you were looking uh, toward the right side. That's where my attention was diverted. And then all of a sudden, Hayden Simmons finds a hole, find a hole on the left side, and it's 22 nothing with a two-point conversion coming up. 2:51 to go here. Carroll under center. Just bulldogs his way in, didn't he? Yep. Yep. Conversion is good. 24-0, Hastings 2.51 left in the first half. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Hi, I'm Diana Butler. I'm Jordan Butler. And I'm Allison Butler. We're your local Edward Jones Financial Advisors. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy. And we'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Call us at 279-0541 or stop by our office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Aiden Summit with a 23-yard touchdown run, and Landon Stewart had the two-point conversion run to make a 24-0 Hastings. Currently pitching a shutout here at Cardinal Field against the Cardinals. 2.51 left until halftime. Well, let's see if the Cardinals can get a little something going here right before half. Short kick and fair catch at the 26. Yeah. Probably a good move on the part of Drew Ennis. 2.51 to go. Cardinals got some time. We have moved the ball at times. Let's see who's going to be back at quarterback right here. Foster, I think, still on the sideline. He does have his helmet back on. Moving around a little bit on that ankle. Looks like uh, Zach Coffing maybe taking the snaps here. Yep. Yep. Handoff goes right side, short gain. Just nothing there for Miller. Just back up the line of scrimmage. Say no gain, second and ten. Two and a half minutes left to play until halftime. 
Like to see something here, Sean, with some misdirection, maybe. Fake right. Come back left. Coughing out of the gun. He's dropping back to pass. He's being pursued. He airs it out deep right side. Oh, great Juggling catch. catch at the 40 and a flag at the end of the play. Keevan Zabonik with a big gain, and we're probably adding on yardage to the to boot. That's just good job by Zabonik there. He used his, used his body to get in front of the defender. They should uh, decline the penalty, take the play. That's just a real nice job by Zabani. Good pass by uh, Coughing. Out a 33-yard reception by Zabonic. So there's the pass interference call and tacking 15 yards more to that. Should put the ball down at the 25. I didn't realize in high school. I didn't realize in high school that that uh, you get the penalty mark off after, even though he caught the ball. Usually, that is uh, one of the rule changes that That's took place. That's one of the rule changes. That's right. In fact, Coach Delaney uh, sent you that uh, briefing from the yep. MHSAA with the rule changes. So here we go, the Cardinals first and 10 from the Saxon 25. Coughing, rolling, left to pass, and it is caught past the 20. Nice little pass there, and now nice little route by Dayton Ennis Dayton to the outside. Good pass by uh, Zach Coughing. To the 28, about a gain of seven on the play. Clock continuing to move. Cardinals have one timeout left, the Saxons with two. Another good offensive drive for the Cardinals here. They got to get it in the end zone, though. They've struggled to do that so far tonight. No argument for me here. 13 on the play clock. See Trey Miller to Coffings left. Now the other running back, Drew Ennis, moving to a wing to the left side. Handoff goes oh, to Miller. right up the middle. Won't get into the end zone, but will make it first and goal near the five. Well, after Zach got everybody in uh, the right position there, that middle opened right up for Trey Miller, and he takes it down to the five. Just under a minute to go. First and goal for the Cardinals. Let's see if they can finally get on the scoreboard and take some positive momentum into the locker room at half. See if Zach throws to one of these big wide receivers again. Yep. Fake the handoff, pump fake, and he's going to be sacked. Got to hurry, guys. Got to hurry. Not a lot of time. Got to manage the clock here. Cardinals with, uh, what'd you say, Sean, one timeout left? Yep. And here they take it. It wound up being a loss of seven on the sack, second and goal from the 12. Yeah, they lost six or seven seconds there. 
19 seconds showing on the scoreboard clock here in the first half. Cardinals trail Hastings 24 to eight. Oh, thanks Shep, I was about ready to turn on the lights in here. Halftime score out at Alumni Field, homecoming night for the Chargers. They are tied with the Saugatuck Trailblazers, 7-7. We mentioned that Union City, an honorable mention in D7. Saugatuck, an honorable mention in D8. Good ball game there tonight. 6-6 tie, I think you mentioned that. Quincy against Springport. Springport. Yep. Looking for another update. Haven't got one yet, so uh, we'll uh, see if we can get you one here pretty soon on that Quincy game. So who in the extended Berry family is out there tonight? Uh, my daughter, Laren. Uh, 24 seconds on the game clock. A challenge to put 24 seconds on. So you have to go set time, 0, zero 2 4 you got it. There I go. Wonder if Joe Hayes heard me from over here. Second and goal from the 12. We're ready to play. Coughing, rolling right, looking to pass. Throws it into the end zone off of the hands of Trey Miller. That does stop the clock. There's now 19 seconds left in the half for real. The defensive back from the uh, Saxons there from Hastings just got his hand up, did not tip the ball, but he uh, did distract uh, Trey Miller. Here's third and goal from the 12. Coughing out of the shotgun. Short drop back, looking right side. Ball is incomplete. I think it was dropped at the last minute. Boy, they were just battling down there in that end zone. Probably a good no goal by the sideline official there. They announced uh, Zabonic, but that was actually Dayton Ennis uh, coming back. Uh, he was the intended target. So 13 seconds left in the half. Fourth and goal from the 12. Let's see what play the Cardinals dial up here. They don't have any timeouts, and they've got 15 seconds left on the play clock. Dayton Ennis and Kevin Zabonic, receivers on the right. Evan Porter to the left. There's actually trips on the right side. Coughing, looking left for Porter, overthrown, incomplete, but we're going to get a flag and a pass interference. Porter was very clearly held up in the end zone. You know, after that last play, uh, no interference call, but on this, this side, uh, the interference call was made. Cardinals going to get the ball probably, probably down around the six-yard line. Get the down over. Half the distance to the goal. Fourth down. So half the distance to the goal and replay the fourth, fourth down. Fourth down. Be, yep, just about to six. Cardinals will have one more shot at it. 
about uh, the six and a half yard line is where they uh, put the ball half the distance to the goal. Not an automatic first down. Same formation, trips to the right, one receiver to the left, coughing, rolling right. He's in trouble, and he just chucks the ball as he was brought down by a big Hastings defender. Yeah, coughing didn't have a chance there. Second down. They did get a first down on that, Sean. Or not. It I think should, there's some uh, mix-up down there. It, 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 the mix-up is in the uh, chain game because Hastings' offense is coming on Under with the four field. seconds left. Yep. Probably take a knee because they'll get the ball to start the second half. They won the toss and deferred. But Jeff thinks, Coach Scorefire thinks he's uh, got second down. The Cardinal offense because, is on the field. The Hastings offense is on the field. It's going to be a battle here to see who gets to hike it. Because on that pass interference call, half the distance to the goal does not result in an automatic first down. That has not changed uh, in the new rule interpretation. Yeah, there wasn't a personal foul. Oh, Coach Scarfire going to get a flag. Down the offense, 15-yard penalty. Or on the D, 15-yard penalty. First down. So the uh, unsportsmanlike call on the Coldwater bench, a 15-yard penalty for where Hastings will start this drive with four seconds left in the half. 15-yard penalty moves the ball just outside the 20-yard About the 21, it looks like. Uh, based on the Cardinal uh, body language, they're getting ready for, they're anticipating just a kneel down by the Saxons, the Hastings quarterback, Owen Carroll, under center. They're going to run a play. Go right up the bend. He's going to score, Sean. Well. Maybe not. Maybe not. That's oh, a 79-yard touchdown run right at the end of the first half. Wow. Seventy-nine yards to the house for Hayden Simmons. No time score showing on the clock. Thirty nothing Saxons, and of course they're gonna go for two. Just a Tough, tough sequence there. Cardinals had it right down there, ready to score. Got the pass interference call. A little mix up on whether it was a first down or not. Guess what? They're going to attempt the point after kick. It's good. So Hastings will take a 31-0 lead over Coldwater into the locker room at the end of the first half. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. If you're buying or selling real estate, putting the right team on your side to help you navigate the ever-changing real estate world is one of the most important things you can do. Hi, I'm Carrie Foley. And that team is Midwestern Realty Group. I'm Jim Bowers, and we constantly meet with lenders, title companies, and appraisers 
appraisers to keep on top of all of these changes. Jill Bowers here. Every one of our agents has a minimum of five years experience buying and selling real estate, many over 20 years experience. We also have three in-house associate brokers and an in-house auctioneer. I'm David Foley. We know how to maneuver you through the buying and selling process from the start to the closing table. Experience matters. I'm Doug Campbell. Put our team on your team to make sure there are no surprises, just success and satisfaction. And I'm Sharon Atkinson. Midwestern Realty can help you with your version of the American dream. I'm Debbie Lowndes Bowers, broker owner of Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater. Reach out to our team so you can reach out to your dream. See the experts today at Midwestern Realty Group or online at MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. It's halftime here at Cardinal Field on Purple Night, but it's been all Hastings Saxons out on the field. 31-0 your halftime score. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. We'll take this break, be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports from the MHSAA Network. Then back here with a scoring summary and some halftime stats. More than likely to be tilted in favor of the Hastings Saxons because they lead Coldwater 31-0 at half. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Fall camping season is here, and that means... There's still time to enjoy the best time of year to camp. I'm Merrick. I'm talking fall camping season and football tailgating. Nothing like fall when you have an RV. From Halet Trailers, I'm Mylan. And I'm Chase Halet. That's because with the money you save by shopping Halet Trailers and Coldwater first, you can afford to take all kinds of trips this fall. Hi, I'm Vanessa Halet. If you're thinking about selling your RV, we can do that for you too. We have a huge selection of pre-owned RVs and we can always use more to fill up our lot. But that's not all. We now have a new service department. So you can buy with confidence. We service all makes and models. And if you're looking to store your RV, we can do that too. Give us a call to reserve your spot. Man, that's easy. We can sell your RV, truck, car, or trailer. All you have to do is just pick up a check. And now, Halet Trailers announces we are Michigan's Murhaut Horse and Stock Trailer Dealer. New trailers are on their way, or stop in and order yours now. Shop us first. Halet Trailers, two miles east of Meyer on US 12, Coldwater. Or online, halettrailers.com. How the MHSAA educates both new and existing athletic directors and how to watch MHSAA finals from 10, 20, even 70 years ago today. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The start of a new school year is an extremely busy one for athletic directors, especially first-time ADs. Starting in mid-August, the MHSAA offers an in-person new AD orientation that every first-time AD attends. There is also an update meeting for all athletic directors and school administrators that starts this week. The update meeting is held in seven different locations throughout the state. The first is in Kalamazoo and the final one in Marquette in mid-October. This is the 46th year of the update meeting and it's a great opportunity for school leaders to hear from the MHSAA's executive director, Mark Ewell, on the direction of the association. The meeting also provides an opportunity for administrators to ask questions and discuss any recent changes to the MHSAA's rules and regulations. One other way that new ADs are supported, and this is a brand new program, is the AD Connect program. 
Eight recently retired athletic directors are serving as mentors to first-time ADs, helping them understand the ins and outs of being an AD and being there to assist them with any questions they have. The AD Connect program is led by Assistant Director Brad Bush and the Executive Director of the MIAAA, Karen Lennar. It's time for Game Balls, where we highlight a trio of standout performances from this past week. First, Liam Smith of Muskegon Reese Puffer. He became the school's all-time leading soccer scorer by netting four times in a shutout win over Muskegon. Smith now has 77 career goals and counting for Reese Puffer. Lansing Sexton quarterback Joseph Pizzo, he threw for three touchdowns and ran for another in a 48-12 win over Olivet. The win moves Sexton to 3-0 for the first time since 2017. And the Midland Dow swimmer Emmy Sauer, she helped lead Dow to wins over Flint Powers and Saginaw Heritage, turning in the fastest times in the 100 butterfly and backstroke and being on two winning relay teams. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov slash achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. In basketball, when a player is inbounding the ball, his or her feet have to be behind the line when passing the ball. Their feet cannot be touching the line. But in soccer, a player just has to be on the line to complete a throw-in, even if their heels are both barely touching the line and the majority of their body is in the field of play. It is considered a legal soccer throw-in if any part of both feet are either touching the line or are behind the line, including if the player does a somersault or a front flip style throw-in. As long as they flip and land with both feet on or behind the line and throw the ball, it is a legal throw-in. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. Did you know? Hundreds of past MHSAA finals are available to watch on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash user slash MHSAA sports or click the YouTube icon on the front page of MHSAA.com. And then in no time, you can be re-watching the 2012 Division Three Boys Soccer Final or the 1993 Class C Volleyball Final. And of course, we have a ton of football and basketball games archived, including the 1977 Class A Boys Basketball Final won by Lansing Everett and Irvin Johnson, back when he was first getting known as Magic. There's even footage from the 1949 Class B Basketball Final between Coldwater and River Rouge that you can watch. That was a game played nearly 75 years ago. If there's a game you want to watch again or watch for the first time, find it on our YouTube channel. And if a game you're looking for isn't there, keep checking back. We add new games each week. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage, 
to whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros at Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give ServPro a branch in South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517-278-5261. It's Irwin again, Cole Ford. Guess what? We got trucks. You want Super Duties? We got them. You want Maverick? Guess what? We got it. You want F-150s? We got them. In stock right now. Huge rebates right now going on on F-150. Discounts as high as $5,000. That's right. $5,000 off on F-150s. We haven't seen that since before 2020. Or order your 24 Super Duty. That's right. You got to order them. It's all closed for 23. No matter where you drive from cole ford is your dealer in southwest michigan if you have ford discount we accept it if you have supplier discount we accept it do you need your vehicle service we can do that too we offer free pickup and delivery everything you want cole's got it it's worth the drive to cole ford on us 12 right here in Coldwater. we want your business see dealer for all qualifying rebates AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Braves County Abstract and Final Halftime Report rolling on from here at Cardinal Field, and it's been all Hastings so far. 31-0 your halftime score before we talk about what we saw in the first 24 minutes. A couple scoring updates. At the half at Alumni Field, uh, Union City and Saugatuck tied at 7-7. Wednesday with a 20-14 lead over Springport at the half. Eight-player football, Camden Frontier leading to Concha, 32-0. So, uh, your impressions of uh, what we just saw the first half of the uh, Purple game, uh, Coldwater now trailing 31-0. Well, kind of what we've seen all year from the Cardinals and uh, kind of what we've seen over the last three or four years from the Hastings Saxons. They just, uh, they break you down offense uh, with the uh, wing tee and just keep running the ball, running the ball, and then they uh, throw it for a long touchdown or they get, uh, they break one for a long touchdown, and that's kind of been the, uh, what's happened to the Cardinals all year long, and even even as we look back to last year, Sean, you know we play tough defense for one or two downs, and then give up the big play, and uh, that's what it's been all about tonight. As the uh, Saxons have had four four long touchdown runs, uh, either runs or passes into the end zone, so kind of kind of what we've seen. So. So here's what we have for the scoring summary with 525 left in the first quarter on Hastings' first drive of the game. They convert on an 18-yard touchdown run by Landon Stewart and then Owen Carroll with a two-point conversion pass to Draven Pennock. 8-0 Saxons, 525 left in the first quarter. With 839 left in the second quarter, Owen Carroll with a 48-yard touchdown pass to Hayden Simmett. Isaiah Wilson with a two-point conversion run. 16-0 Saxons. With 2.51 left in the second quarter, Hayden Simmett with a 23-yard touchdown run. 
Landon Stewart ran in the two-point conversion, 24-0 at that point. And then on the final play of the first half, after the Cardinals turned the ball over on downs and the bench was given a 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty for uh, arguing uh, whether or not uh, they should retain the ball or not. I guess that was the nature of the argument. Took only one play for the Saxons to score before halftime. 79-yard touchdown run by Hayden Simmons. The point after kick, first time that they attempted it tonight, was good. 31-0, your halftime score. Yeah, the uh, that that last sequence, uh, Cardinals were just all out of sorts there. And uh, I knew something might happen like that as the uh, Saxton runner just broke away, 79-yard for a touchdown. And to add insult to injury, Hastings will get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, that's, uh, this one could uh, be a running clock here real soon. So going over some of the stats, 94 yards and a touchdown for Hayden Simmett is what uh, the Coldwater Statisticians had. Uh, I, I know he had two touchdown runs and a reception. Uh, that catch was a good 48 yards. Isaiah Wilson... Uh, six carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Owen Carroll had three catches for 36 yards. And Landon Stewart, six carries, 29 yards, and a score. Owen Carroll, one one passing for 48 yards. Uh, meanwhile, for Coldwater, Trey Miller with 25 yards, rushing on eight carries. Negative uh, two yards on two carries for Drayson Foster. Negative seven yards on two carries for Zach Foster. Uh, coughing. Coughing was two of five, passing 41 yards. No touchdowns. Hasn't been intercepted yet. Keevan Zabonic, two catches for 21 yards. Dayton Ennis had an eight-yard reception. Evan Porter with six total tackles. Tyson Roby with five. Yeah, I thought, uh, again, you don't like your... Uh your corners making that many tackles in Evan Porter, but uh, he had a nice first half there. Evan did on the defensive side. Meanwhile, as we uh, get back to the uh, Union City homecoming game, of course, they're hosting Saugatuck. It's tied 7-all, and Adeline Rumsey, congratulations. She is the 2023 Union City homecoming queen. If I'm not mistaken, Quincy's homecoming is in two weeks. Coldwater's is in three weeks. Tis the season, you know. It is the season for homecomings, and uh, boy, that that cold water one could be awful chilly that night three weeks from now. Mid-October, right? Early October. Early October. It's like the first full week of October. Okay. The time where we get all those swings in temperature from day to day and week to week. Uh, remember a few years ago when we had a torrential downpour that wound oh. up canceling the homecoming parade for the first time in many, many years? Yeah, that was a miserable, miserable night. So miserable that we had to uh, come back the next night to actually play the game, and you had to miss yeah, some right. of that because Please. of your class reunion. <laughs> Uh, another point that we were talking about, uh, Reading is hosting Bronson tonight. We haven't seen an update from that game uh, recently. And you made the point, Reading uh, still looking for their first win of the season. You couldn't remember the last time that uh, Reading had a losing streak of at least three games. Our research department, Justin Lopshire, came through for us again. He actually looked at 
michigan-football.com, the Michigan High School football uh, historical website. And you got to go back to 2016, the last time that the Reading Rangers had a losing streak of at least three games. In fact, they lost the first five games of that season. Well, it's been a while. I knew, well, you know, I thought it might have even been longer, but uh, eight years. So. Just as uh, we see throughout in high school uh, sports, especially around here, schools will have uh, periods where they have great teams and periods where their teams struggle. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've done that here in Coldwater. You know, we've had, you know, four or five years where we've just been unstoppable, and then we turn and uh, we struggle. But, uh, you know, it's been... uh, been two or three years for us since we've uh, put a good uh, good team on. We hey. just can't seem to get it together. And uh, Ask and I shall receive. Troy Tennyson just uh, tweeted to us, reading, leading Bronson at the half, 20-6. to six. Here it is Hastings leading Coldwater, 31 to nothing. Saxon ball to start the second half in two minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Are you dreaming of lakeside living in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan? Look no further than Case Realty Group, your number one lake sales team and lake specialist. Whether you're buying or selling, trust the experts who know the ins and outs of lakefront properties. I'm Carmen Case, and with Case Realty Group, you'll receive top-notch service, unmatched market knowledge, and a seamless experience. Dive into your dream home today. Call Case Realty Group or visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Friday nights at the game can feel like a heat wave or winter's worst, so be prepared either way. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey with Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. We carry logo t-shirts and shorts for the warm nights and insulated scarves, hats, and coats for the cold nights. We're a one-stop shop for school spirit wear, promotional items, and banners. Call Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 278-8101 or stop in at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. Hi, Sam here with CEM Supply in Coldwater, Michigan. Our customer base consists of large manufacturing facilities right down to the walk-in residential customer. It's amazing. Here's a short list of the products we represent, stock, and sell. Lincoln Welders, Champion Air Compressors, Karcher Pressure Washers, Myers and A.Y. McDonald Pumps, Milwaukee Generac, Wright, Jet, and Wilton Tools, just to name a few. We also stock all the consumables, including roller chain, belts, bearings, welding wire, grinding cutoff, and flap discs, plus tons of fasteners. Did I we also offer service and repair on the products we sell. We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps in-house. CEM also has a large inventory of electric motors in stock, and we're a do-it-best distributor. CEM Supply, 178 West Garfield Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. and 8 a.m. until noon on Saturdays. Call 517-278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of our contest. We will name a McDonald's player of the game. Presented by your local area McDonald's restaurants, Jim and Laura Maynard. Of course, Jim Maynard was one of the honorees during pregame. Kickoff, fumble by an up man, picked up, and uh, tackle at the Saxon 30-yard line. That's where they will start. Already leading Coldwater 31 to nothing. Good job of uh, kickoff recovery there and uh, back to the 30. 
Checking out the Twitterverse, uh, we've gotten a couple of responses on that first touchdown that Hastings scored. Uh, we have been told that Hayden Simmett actually scored that touchdown. A couple of uh, Hastings fans uh, clearly out in the stands. Thank you for the update back here, first and 10. Uh-oh. Oh, good saving tackle there. Number five for the Cardinals. About a 16, 16, 17-yard, and they'll give him a 16-yard carry, first and 10. Kendall Austin was the only one between the Saxton and the end zone. First and 10 from the 46. Saxon still staying in the oh, wing tee, and we're going to look at a 54-yard touchdown run here, Quinn. Right up the middle. Not a cardinal touched him there. Not sure they knew even who had the ball there, Sean. Our spotter up here says that it's Landon Stewart. As I post this to, I, I know I should be calling it X, but it's still Twitter to me, darn it. If I mess up, I will get a correction. Score coming with 11-10, 11-12 left to play in the third quarter. 37-0, and here comes the point after kick. Through the upright. So we will have a running clock for at least the time being. For the time being, 38 nothing Saxons with 11-12 left to play in the third quarter. Let's take this 30-second break. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Culey's Jewelry in downtown Coldwater has always offered a beautiful selection of fine jewelry priced to fit every budget. But did you know we also offer ear piercing daily, custom engraving, and a huge selection of gift items, including willow tree and Michigan-made copper artwork, just to name a few. We buy gold and silver, cash paid on the spot. Stop in today to see all we have to offer. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Family owned in downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Well, this is where we remind you, Quinn, uh, of the score of the game last year, 46-0, Saxons. Had a running clock in that ball game. Yep. Made for an early night and a quick trip back. Are they trying for an onside kick? They it was got a it. short. I don't think they were trying. I think it just happened. I think Coldwater... Recovered. It went the requisite, uh, requisite uh, 10 yards plus. It was recovered at the Cardinal 42. Yeah, I don't think he actually was trying. That just kind of slipped off his foot. Luckily, the Cardinals uh, recovered. 42-yard line. I'm seeing this correctly. Halftime score from the Interstate 8. Harper Creek 36. Marshall nothing. Wow. So, uh, once again, this is not might not be Marshall's year. I know that you've been saying this every year for the past five. <laughs> well, they beat us, but... Uh, short gain for Drew Ennis on first down. Uh, they say no gain. No gain at all there. No gain on the play, second down. 
Zach coughing back in at quarterback. Grayson Foster uh, tweaked an ankle, looked like, in that first, uh, in the second quarter. Came out of the game, got it taped up, but uh, looking at him here, he took the tape off at halftime, so I got a feeling we're not going to see him. Coughing, rolling right to pass with trips to the right side. He's being pursued, breaks one tackle. No target open. He takes it himself and gets about a gain of three. That'll bring up third and seven. Get that running clock going like in this ball game, and uh, that time goes by quickly. Trips now to the left side, one to the right. One running back next to Coughing on third and seven. Coughing rolling left to pass. He's got some time and the pass is dropped at the 46 of the Cardinals. Trey Miller, the intended receiver, fourth and seven. Out comes Landon Auble to punt. Clock continues to move as the Saxons are leading Coldwater 38 to nothing. The deep back for Hastings lets it go, and Coldwater is going to down it. Uh, at about uh, about the eight, Kendall Austin downing the ball. Well, the Cardinals going to take over deep in their territory here. Well, the Saxons, or, excuse win. me, the Saxons deep in their territory. You just want this night to be over t- with two, don't you? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that we can do is uh, surely uh, at this point the Saxons will be bringing in uh, players from their bench. So as we go through this drive, uh, we'll finish up our look at the people the football players are honoring on the backs of their uniforms, the Cardinal football players, first and ten. From the eight-yard line, uh, run up to about the 12. Well, anyway, Sal Baroni, the starting center, he is honoring Papa. He's a senior. Logan Smirka, a junior, is honoring, I would have to assume, GPA Davidson. That would be great-grandpa Davidson? Might be, yeah. Uh, Senior Eddie Poole honoring Papa Ed. Junior Quentin Rust honoring Weaver. Senior Drake Thornton honoring Grandpa Thornton. Back on the field, second and six. Run to the right side, getting up near the 15. They'll say... Just inside the 15. Out the 14, looks like they'll spot it. Gain of two. Brings down a... Looks like a third down and six here. Junior Garrett McVicker is honoring Grandpa Schreider. Junior James Baker honoring Grandma Jane. Sophomore Garrett Klotz honoring Mike Klotz. Junior Alex Crabtree honoring Anita Nettleman. Junior Daniel Zimmerman honoring Kimmy Cat. Junior Jackson Bowers honoring 
Dad and Grandma Didi. First down, Saxton's run up to the 22-yard line. And finally, senior Salah Nasser honoring just Cardinals. Now, the uh, cheerleaders are wearing special uh, jerseys tonight as well, and they're also recognizing and honoring special people on the backs of their jerseys. So as we go over the list of cheerleaders, which will start on that after the first to 10 play. 5.35 left to play third quarter. Cardinals trail 38-0. How about these Saxons pushing the pile forward up to about the 31-32 from the 22, close to the first down marker. Yeah, they're just running right up the middle on us, getting pretty much whatever they want. So on the sideline cheer team, we've got sophomore Brooke Adams. She is cheering for... Eloise Adams. Sophomore Cameron Adkins cheering for Amber, her mom. That run by Hastings was good enough for a first down. Quarterback under center, same full house backfield. Trying to run the counter to the left side and the runner was pancaked for no gain. Sophomore Madison Armstrong is cheering for Uwema. Sophomore Braylon Bowerly is cheering for Hawa. Sophomore Natalia Blankenship is cheering for Piper. Freshman Cameron Cockrell is cheering for Lothamer. Freshman Adriana Hernandez is cheering for Granny Franny. Second and 10, Saxons from their 33. Run up the middle. Fumble, maybe. Nope, no fumble. Just a big pile up right there in the middle. Not really much of a gain. Gain of two. It'll be third and eight from 35. Junior Zoe Gent cheering for Barry. Freshman Alicia Mobley cheering for Mom. Junior Ava Schoenauer cheering for Aunt Renee. Junior Brianna Scalaba cheering for Jessica. Sophomore Olivia Searles cheering for Grandma Kay. Sophomore Reagan Smith cheering for Aunt Penn. Junior Rindy Spieth cheering for Pitts. Back on the field, third and eight. Hastings from the 35. Run to the right side, getting up to the 40. Shy of the first down, first down marker is at the 43. So does this reserve group of Saxons go for it on fourth and three? Yeah, looks like it. They lead 38-0. We got a running clock, counting down to three minutes left to play in the third quarter. Quarterback under center. And a first down. Pushing the pile forward past the 45 to about the 46-47. You know what's impressive here with Hastings right now? They're running the ball, but the push they get, uh, they get right behind that runner and just keep pushing him right downfield. So to finish up the uh, cheerleaders list of honorees on Purple Night, Maya Taylor cheering for Mike Taylor. She's a junior. Hallie Towers, sophomore, cheering for Gigi. 
Pushing the pile forward again on first down. A gain of three to midfield for Hastings. The last girl on the list, sophomore Michaela Warren, is cheering for Weaver and Cope. And we actually have one more, the Cardinal mascot has a name on the back of the jersey that the mascot is wearing tonight and honoring former Coldwater High School principal Bill Mills, who incidentally will be the homecoming grand marshal here at Coldwater in three weeks. Second and seven and a run into Coldwater territory to the 44. Bring down and gonna be a third and about one. Coming up on a minute here left in the third quarter. Hastings 38, Cardinal 0. Same full house backfield. And there he's going to. 44 yards to the house. You know that he, he just lowered his head and snuck right through the middle of that line. Once he got to uh, the open field, nobody there to stop him. Gerald Miller credited with a 44-yard touchdown run, making it 44-0. The clock stops with 54 seconds left in the third quarter. Not quite sure what the Hastings are going to do on the conversion. I think the uh, kicker is waiting to come in. I don't know what they're waiting there. Uh, there's seven seconds left on the play clock. They're going to get a delay here. They may have to take a timeout if they don't get the delay. They get the timeout in time. Nope. They're going to get dinged for a delay of game. Delay game in so they try the point after kick from five yards further back. Good chance, I, I guess, for them to work on it because their next opponent might be considerably harder. They're going to host Harper Creek next week at Johnson Field. Well, waiting Harper's uh, looking right now, they're pretty tough. It's a line drive kick. It's good. I didn't just, think it was going to go in. Just got over. Just got over the crossbar. 54 seconds left in the third quarter. It is 45-0. Hastings on top of Coldwater. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Number 10. Number 13. Number 35. Have you ever felt like a number when it comes to dealing with people? Especially when you're buying or selling your home. That's not how we do it at Southern Marsh Realty. Hi, I'm Angie Marsh. It's all about you and your goals. We treat you like you're supposed to be treated. Like an individual. Like a person. Not a number. When choosing a realtor to sell your home, choose the number one agent in three counties. Angie Marsh at Southern Marsh Realty. Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy. Online at southernmarshrealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Well, we're back here at Cardinal Field, 45-0 Hastings on top of Coldwater. Let's see what the Cardinals can do here to wrap up the third quarter. Yeah, they just need to put uh, some good offensive plays together. 
Short kick is going to be caught at the 34, sideline left and forced out of bounds. Matt Nichols on the return. Cardinals make a long road trip to Lincoln Park next week. You know what kind of season Lincoln Park's having, Sean? Have haven't won looked? a game. Haven't won a game either? Nope. Looking to see if I can get a score from uh, their game. They're playing Allen Park, who is ranked in the top 10 in Division Two, and all I seem to be getting are these spam video streaming links, <laughs> which are an epidemic that just kind of gets under you. Kendall Austin with a short gain on first down from the about the 38 is where it was returned. That's the end of the third quarter with Hastings all over Goldwater, 45-0. Final quarter in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Are you dreaming of lakeside living in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan? Look no further than Case Realty Group, your number one lake sales team and lake specialist. Whether you're buying or selling, trust the experts who know the ins and outs of lakefront properties. I'm Carmen Case, and with Case Realty Group, you'll receive top-notch service, unmatched market knowledge, and a seamless experience. Dive into your dream home today. Call Case Realty Group or visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Start of the final quarter here at Cardinal Field. Coldwater has the ball, second and six from their 43. Zach coughing, rolling right to pass. Airs it out deep right side, and it's caught by Dayton Ennis for the first down. Forced out of bounds past the 35 to the 33. A rare bit of optimism on this night for the Cardinals. Now, they did get it into the red zone a couple of times during the game, but they were unable to convert. Meanwhile, Hastings with a lot of big plays. Hayden Simmett, we were corrected, uh, he scored... The first four touchdowns on the game of the game, a receiving touchdown and three rushing touchdowns. Coughing finds Ennis again, first and goal. Depends on the spot. It's going to be at the 12, first and 10. Senior to freshman connection working two times in a row. First and 10. Cardinals from the Hastings 12 yard line. Trips to the right side. One receiver to the left. 
It's going to be a handoff up the middle, pushing the pile forward. Drew Ennis. Good gainer on first down for the older of the Ennis brothers. Second and two, an eight-yard gain. Balls at the four. First down markers at the three. Second and one. Trips again to the right side. One receiver to the left. That one receiver is Porter. Offing out of the shotgun. A keeper. Stop shy of the goal line, but it's going to be first and goal. Diego Coipel in on the stop for Hastings. First and goal. So did you get a chance uh, as you were uh, downstairs? Did you get a chance to see both of Dayton Ennis' catches? No, I didn't. Nope. You're surprised to come back here and uh, find it uh, in the red zone and now first and goal from the one, huh? Well, hopefully we can get in here. We need some positive offensive things to happen for us here. Same formation. Trips to the... Right, one receiver to the left. Coughing out of the shotgun. Coughing, dropping back to pass. Finds an open receiver, and it's caught for the touchdown. Kendall Austin with a score. Good throw, good catch there for Kendall. Cardinals finally getting on the board. Forty-five to six, the current score. Now, with the uh, conversion kick, it would still be a thirty-eight point lead, and we would still have a running clock. Eight fifty-three left to play in the game. Uh, we're going to have uh, James Baker attempting the point after kick tonight, and it's good. Forty-five to seven, Hastings. Eight fifty-three left in this one. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 45 to 7, Coldwater trailing Hastings. 8.53 left to play in the game. Coldwater might be looking for their first win still at the end of the night as the defending IA champions open up league play uh, 1-0 in about 8 minutes and 53 seconds of time. See what the Cardinals do onside kick here. Nice nope, a line, line drive, drive. Kick. kick. Caught at the 21. Return to the 35. Still moving his feet up to the 39. Good kickoff return there for the Saxons. 
Aiden St. Amour on the carry. So Hastings at the end of the night will improve to 2-2 two and two overall and start off I-8 play at 1-0. Oh. That'll be a big matchup next week. Hastings v. Harper Creek, right? Harper Creek and Hastings. It's a good Hastings team. Maybe not as tough as what they've been, but uh, they're going to come up against uh, Harper Creek, who's uh, got one of the better teams they've had in a while. Harper Creek and Parma Western tied atop the league standings. And if you want to look ahead, uh, the big game is going to be coming up in two weeks. Western at Harper Creek the same night that the Cardinals travel up to Penfield. Three-yard gain, second and seven. Speaking of Penfield, they have a 20-13 lead over Jackson Northwest after three quarters. Right up the middle, going to push him, push him up uh, about three yards. Going to bring up a third down and four for the Saxtons. So forgive us. At, at this point in the game, I think we've kind of given up trying to uh, pick out the uh, numbers on the backs of the jerseys. Uh, they just got a little bit harder to read as the sun sets. So for those Hastings fans that might be tuning in to our live stream, we're working with what we got here. First down, Saxons past midfield. Evan Porter on the tackle. Just across midfield. Saxons continue to move the ball on the ground with great success. First and 10 from the Coldwater 49. I'm trying to remember, Sean, as uh, Hastings had the punt tonight. Um, I'm not. Certainly not in the first half, and uh, I don't believe in the, in the second, second half, half either. Though. So. Past the halfway point of the fourth quarter. Cardinals trail 45-7. It's Hastings ball. With the running clock. 38-point margin right now. Gain of one on second down. The Cardinals a lot of credit, though. They're still playing hard on both sides of the ball. Kind of listening into the ambient sound. Uh, we still got a pretty decent crowd here underneath us cheering on the Cardinals, wishing that uh, they would have gotten a better result at the end of the night. But in a way, they did uh, one better compared to last year's game. The Cardinals do actually have points on the board. Yeah, this, that's true. And one less points for the Saxtons as of right now. <laughs> the game last year was a 46-0 shutout. One of four shutouts that the uh, Cardinals were on the wrong end of last year. 
back two years ago, 39 to 20 was the final score Hastings winning. And then it was a classic homecoming game in the COVID year of 2020. Hastings beating Coldwater by one, 30 to 29, which was the first Saxon victory over Coldwater in 26 years. Granted, there is a, a time span of, uh, what, about 20, near near 20 years where they didn't play each other after Hastings left the old Twin Valley. Hastings gets a first down at the Coldwater 37. Sean, I haven't heard any rumors on the I-8 getting another team. You know, lots of things being said, but nothing of concrete. So we're going to figure. You haven't asked Todd Farmer yet, clearly. So Pushing the pile forward on first down, close to another first down, past the 30. Spotted at the 29, first down markers at the 27, a gain of eight. Yes, it was a 20 year gap between the last Hastings game and the Twin Valley, which the Saxons won 12 to six back in 1994. And the first encounter in this century, in 2014, up at Johnson Field. First and goal for the Saxons. That was a 20 to nothing shutout win by the Cardinals. And then in 2015, season opener non-conference, that was played, you may remember, at Shy Field. Yep. On the Trine University campus. 40 to eight, the final score. Those two games non-conference, and then 2016 was the first year that Hastings was in the I-8 replacing Charlotte. We decided to go back to CWAC. First and goal from the nine. And uh, pushing the pile forward. Touchdown. Touchdown, Hastings from nine yards out. 2.07 to go in this game. Hastings scores again, making it 51 to seven. And a tough night for the Cardinals. Cardinals all night just struggled to stop that uh, running game of Hastings. for the left-handed, left-footed kicker here. Right through the uprights. It's good to make Make it it 52-7. to Uh, Number 49 in your Hastings roster, Kyle Ektenau, credited with a nine-yard touchdown run. 52-7. to The 207 left. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm willing to bet you're trying to find out the uh, what's going on with Quincy Springport. I was trying. I don't know if uh, that spotty phone service down there. 
I must say, uh, I'm, I personally am showing a great leap of faith by I just placed my order for my next phone, an iPhone 15 Pro Max, on the Verizon network. And I okay. say that I'm showing a great leap of faith uh, given uh, what we have encountered with the new dead spots in uh, the coverage area for Big Red. Here comes the kickoff. It's a short end over end kick. It's, oh, bobbled at the 24, picked up by someone right behind him and returned past the 30. Got a scoring update with 3.30 left. Saugatuck is leading Union City 15 to 14. Two teams, honorable mentions in their respective divisions, Union City in D7, Saugatuck in D8. Our sister station, 92.7 The Van, is there broadcasting the game. And when we get this game posted to the podcast section of WTVBAM.com and shared to our social media, We'll also be sure to share the podcast of our colleagues from 92.7 The Van and their broadcast of the Saugatuck Union City game. Sounds like it's going to come down right to the end. Should be a charger ball right now. Back here. Drew Ennis with a loss of two on first and ten from the... 29. Loss of one. It'll make it second and 11. Under a minute left to play in this one. Hastings 52, Coldwater 7. Been a tough night for the Cardinals on both sides of the ball. Not a lot of offense to show. Defensively, just had a hard time stopping that wing tee. And the starting quarterback, Grayson Foster, having a premature end to his night. Uh, Zach Coughing being pressed into service again, coming off of injury himself, probably a little bit sooner than maybe he might have preferred. Another loss of two on second down, third and 13. Should be the last play of this game. See if they can get it off. Six seconds left, 20 on the play clock. They do get the play off, and that seems to be uh, the microcosm of the night. Kendall Austin with a big loss, and triple zeros on the scoreboard. Your final score from here at Cardinal Field, uh, Hastings Saxons getting their first league win, improving to 2-2 two and two overall. They might have a lot to say about the outcome of this year's Interstate 8 race, uh, even though they lost two in a row coming into tonight's game. Those were two quality opponents that the Saxons had faced. But here tonight, they beat Coldwater 52-7. Hastings improving to 2-2 two two overall, 1-0 in the Interstate 8. Coldwater dropping to 0-2 in the league, 0-4 overall. Post-game wrap coming up. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. 
like to be a pet owner to something unusual? Something slimy? Hairy. Slithery. Or downright homely. Something that might even terrify the average person. Come to Jungle Pets. For the squeamish, don't worry. They also have cute and furry pets. New arrivals weekly. So stop by often or check their Facebook page. Jungle Pets also carries food and supplies for all the pets they sell, including live and frozen feeders that you won't find anywhere else in Branch County. Jungle Pets in downtown Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hallett Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hallett Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, visit MattHalettHomes.com, and like them on Facebook. Matt Hallett Homes, always built around family. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem, you need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Update from the WTVB scoreboard. It is a final out on Alumni Field. Saugatuck spoiling the Chargers homecoming. That two-point conversion on the Trailblazers last touchdown wound up being the difference. Final score 15 to 14, Trailblazers beating the Chargers, handing Union City their first loss of the season. Good ball game, though, and, you know, those are the, the kind of games you learn from and you get ready for uh, end of the season, postseason, uh, and that's what the Union City Chargers and that coaching staff will take away from that. Meanwhile, here at Cardinal Field, uh, well, we talked about how Hastings lost uh, their last two games, non-conference uh, opponents, giving up 56 points in uh, both games, but uh, they show that they're not going to go away quietly as far as this year's Interstate 8 race goes. The defending champions handing it to Coldwater 52-7, to the final score. No, that's for sure. Uh, this is a good, solid team, uh, you know. Like uh, we said in the pregame, you know, some names that aren't there anymore, and but they've uh, they got new names in that lineup now, and uh, they were they were tough tonight and uh, all night long on both sides of the ball. 
So let's go over the scoring summary, and uh, obviously there is a lot of it for the maize and blue of the Hastings Saxons. That's over on this tab, and then I go over to our <clears throat> X profile. It's uh, I still can't bring myself to call it uh, X naturally. It's still Twitter to me, darn it. All right, first score of the game came on an 18-yard run. We thought it was Landon Stewart, but it wound up being Hayden Simmett. Simmett, in fact, scored the first four touchdowns of the game for the Saxons. The first score coming with 525 left in the first quarter. Owen Carroll tosses a two-point conversion pass to Draven Pennock. 8-0 Saxons, that was your score after the first quarter. With 839 left in the second quarter, Owen Carroll with a 48-yard touchdown pass to Hayden Simmett. Isaiah Wilson completes the uh, two-point conversion run. 16-0 Saxon. So 2.51 left to play in the second quarter. 23-yard touchdown run by Hayden Simmett. Landon Stewart runs into the two-point conversion to make it 24-0. And last play of the half, Hayden Simmett. First play of the drive, 79 yards to the house. Point after kick was good, 31-0 Saxons. Saxons had the ball to start the second quarter, and they invoked the running clock early with 11-12 left in the third. Landon Stewart with a 54-yard touchdown run. Point after kick was good to make it 38 to nothing. With 54 seconds left in the third, Gerald Miller, one of the uh, backup running backs, takes it in from 44 yards out. Point after kick was good, 45-0. Your score at the end of three. Cardinals finally getting on the board. Zach Coffing with a one-yard touchdown pass to Kendall Austin. Point after kick was good. 45-7, and then with 2.07 left, Kyle Ectana with a nine-yard touchdown run. Point after kick was good. 52-7 was your final score. These are unofficial because, as, as we've mentioned, uh, these uh, uniforms, these away uniforms for uh, Hastings, although a little bit better than what I recall in years past, they're still kind of difficult to pick out. They sure are. Once, uh, once that sun goes down, it's real tough. I said it during our volleyball broadcast, contrast matters in terms of uh, uh, your uniforms. That's so. for sure. Yellow on uh, white is tough to see. Right. So, uh, if I'm uh, reading this correctly, Coldwater was outgained on the ground 480 yards to 36. That might be pretty close. Uh, 100 yards passing compared to 48 for Hastings. So, total offense, we're looking at 48 plays, 528 yards for the Saxons, 35 plays, 136 yards for the Cardinals. Uh, Once again, struggling to kind of get the offense going against top-tier defenses like uh, uh, we I think we saw that in Marshall last week uh, we definitely saw it here from the Saxons tonight those 56 points that they gave up to Whitehall and Pontiac Notre Dame prep looks like they're aberrations on the curve yeah there's no doubt those were two two really good offensive teams to give up the that many points to the Saxon team so let's give uh, Hayden Simmett Four carries, uh, 123 yards and a touchdown. Isaiah Wilson, eight carries, 92 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Because of the difficulty trying to track the players, team is uh, credited with 11 carries for 81 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Owen Carroll, one-on-one passing for 48 yards. That was to Hayden Simmett. The team is credited with 16 tackles. So, uh, 
Uh, Trey Miller, nine carries for 25 yards. Kendall Austin, two carries for seven. Drew Ennis, three for five. Dayton Ennis, one for two. Zach Coffing passing five of nine for 88 yards and a touchdown. Drayson Foster, one of five passing for 12 yards. Dayton Ennis, three carries, uh, three receptions for 54 yards. Keevan Zabonik, two for 45. Kendall Austin, one reception for one yard and the lone Cardinal touchdown. Landon Obel punted the ball once for 47 yards, and Evan Porter with 10 tackles, Tyson Roby with 10 tackles as well. They And we mentioned both those guys with uh, good de- good uh, defense tonight, uh, just no offense to go along to help them. And we mentioned final scores from around the WTVB scoreboard, and Saugatuck spoiling the Union City homecoming, getting the win 15-14 to 14 out at Alumni Field. Yeah, I got, uh, just got an update. Quincy up 26-22 as they start the fourth quarter. Oh, starting the fourth quarter out at Springport, huh? Yep, just starting, well, a couple minutes ago, so probably partway into the fourth quarter. Uh, here's a final score. Harper Creek 50, Marshall nothing. Ooh. That, uh, that's, that's not a good sign for the Cardinals, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, let's see if I can find a score. Uh, Parma Western, they were going non-conference, uh, hosting Gull Lake. Of course, Gull Lake uh, not in the smack for football, but they are in uh, all of the other sports. Uh, Gull Lake Western, it looks like all I am seeing right now is spam uh, video links. So apologies for that. Let me see if I can find Northwest Penfield. See, give, give me something here, uh, uh, X. Uh, last update uh, came about five, five minutes ago, and... The Mounties were leading Penfield 25-20. to 20. That was with 5.42 left. So uh, those two are in a battle. Of course, after the Lincoln Park game next week, the Cardinals will play at Penfield in their new turf field, then host Northwest for homecoming. That sounds good to me. And uh, you'll be on your own next week up at Lincoln Park, and then I'll be back with you at Penfield. For Penfield, excuse me. Uh, you'll be at Penfield. Yep. Uh, so uh, we'll take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants in the name of McDonald's player of the game. The reviews are in for McDonald's hotter, juicier burgers. Let's hear what Hamburglar has to say. Bravo, bravo. What our old friend Hamburglar said is the patties are juicier. The bun is a thing of beauty. The cheese perfectly melted. Bravo. My burger dreams have come true. You heard him, folks. These are McDonald's best burgers ever. Bravo. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. McDonald's player, the game you were talking about, uh, giving it to the defensive side of the ball tonight. Yes, uh, Evan Porter with a solid game back there tonight. Ten tackles. And... uh, Tyson Roby with 10 tackles will give him an honorable mention, uh, asking him not only to uh, take on a, on the defensive side, but also a new position on offense, which uh, 
unusual for him. So we'll give it to uh, Porter tonight, Evan Porter, and honorable mention to Tyson Roby. Congratulations to Evan Porter leading the team with 10 tackles along with Tyson Roby, but Evan Porter will be your McDonald's player of the game. Hastings 52, Coldwater 7. Here's a final score in eight-player football. Menden 65, Athens 12. Menden back on the mend there. Big score. And I wanted to see the score. You got to warn me before you uh, have to uh, reach over and uh, (laughs) cough up your other lung. Uh, I was looking for a final score or any sort of score from Allen Park, Lincoln Park. All I get are spam links. Uh, that's the Cardinals' next opponent, Lincoln Park. Uh, the rail splitters of Lincoln Park, OM3. Uh, of course, I'll be doing my due diligence and research over the coming week to find out uh, all about the splitters of Lincoln Park. Well, good luck next week, and hopefully you can bring home a victory from over on the east side of the state. It's possible the splitters uh, go 0 and 4 because, again, they were playing Allen Park. Uh, tough team in that Downriver League and ranked in D2 in the top 10 in the first poll. Yeah, so. They'll so probably... the Cardinals will be 0-4 heading out there with uh, this loss here against Hastings, and maybe Lincoln Park will be 0-4 as well. In fact, I might be counting on it uh, based on that. So our pregame coverage, or my pregame coverage, will get underway at 6.30 for the 7 o'clock kickoff at Lincoln Park. One thing I did find out, it's going to be Lincoln Park's homecoming next Friday. That ought to uh, make it a little nicer, and I uh, hope you had a have a good time over there. Uh, thanks, Quinn, and I'll see you <laughs> at Penfield in two weeks. That's for sure. That's a story from here at Cardinal Field. A purple night ending kind of on a sour note for Justin Lopshire and Quinn Barry, Sean Watson signing off from the home of the Cardinals. They fall to the defending I-8 champion Hastings Saxons tonight, 52-7. to Until next Friday from Lincoln Park. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's game, brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club, Branch County Abstract and Title, CNO Insurance Services, Case Realty Group, CEM Supply, Cole Ford, Hewley's Jewelry, Diana, Jordan and Allison Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, SKWood PC, Hale Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, Jungle Pets, Matt Hale at Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Sir Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.